Hello again, Rabbi. Hello, Joe. Uh, I know we've already spoken about this topic and gun violence apparently is not something that's gonna go away anytime soon because as we see in the news, there are more mentions of shootings, uh, murders, uh, more people are shooting other people of all ages. So can we, I mean, to continue the discussion that we had before, the government is coming back with the traditional, let's do more reform, let's enact more laws. But you maintain that this is not the solution that we need. It hasn't worked so far. And states that have some of the strictest sales and possession of guns still has high rates of shooting. People still obtain guns. Uh, I think my, our listeners should go back to the sessions. We did three sessions on guns and explored a number of different things. So that's worth listening to. What I wanna introduce now is not one thing. One of the problems is we're looking for a silver bullet. Uh-huh. Meaning uh, we want one thing that'll solve the problem. There isn't. So if we're gonna look at steps, the first step is to sit down, come together and say, we have a problem in our society with anger. We have a lot of people who are angry and have no idea or way to control their own anger. And the fact that firearms might be easily accessible is a question that that's what they're they're turning to. And the idea being, well, if we can figure out ways to be more restrictive, they're already out there. The guns are out there. It's It's our constitutional right. So let's look at people. A novel approach. Why are so many people angry? I remember when I grew up, we used the expression, someone went postal. And maybe our listeners out there remember the incidents that happened in post offices because of disgruntled, not a fair word, not a nice word, that employees that perceived that they were being unfairly treated and were many times unfairly treated. And so they would take their angry anger out on their fellow employees and they brought guns in or they would start shooting up the post office or the distribution center or wherever they may find themselves. And so the expression going postal, I haven't heard that in recent years. However, I think it's, it's worth revisiting because what it says is individuals of inability to handle what's going on around them is leading to what we're watching. We need to work with our students, our adolescents, adults, in how do I handle my feelings? How can I can be angry, doesn't mean I have to act on them. How do I do that? And how much do I watch on TV, movies, and news? How much of the reporting shows us shootings and the police and the people and and it just whips up things into a feeding frenzy if you will so i think a lot of indiv- a lot of things contribute the core is the individual what why do i feel disenfranchised why do i feel angry and rather than saying um, some platitude let's take a look at the society we live in 
how do, how do companies treat their employees? How do supervisors, bosses treat their staff? How do teachers treat their students? How do principals treat their teachers? And I think that's something we're really afraid to look at. We really don't wanna look at how we treat each other because we're really afraid of what we'll find that we're not very nice a lot of the time. So what you're saying is we need to find uh, a release valve that works better than letting the pressure build up rather than letting the pressure build up too high. Well, one, one would be a release bag. The other would, why are we putting the pressure on in the first place? Why do supervisors, bosses, teachers, it doesn't matter who, anyone in a position that is someone beneath or below or under them, why do they feel obligated or why do they feel the need? Or why is that a model of how you treat other people? And we find this, we watch the storming of the Capitol, a, a huge crowd of angry people, a mob. They were angry. And to say we need to stricter controls around, yeah, we do, we have to do something about security. Okay, fine. However, what are we doing about the people that feel disenfranchised? What are we doing about people who feel unhappy, who feel that what happened to them or in their marriage, in a relationship? We really don't do a lot of teaching. We don't do a lot of work with us as individuals. And I think what we're watching is what happens when we continue to do what we've been doing to each other and certainly the access to firearms needs to be addressed and people can listen to our three sessions dealing with that aspect. However, the, every time we, it was a neighbor, there was a, an altercation, uh, road rage. What is this nonsense called road rage? Why are we giving driver's licenses without some type of psychological testing, uh, something why are we doing something else to help each other understand and not, uh, an automobile is what, a two, 3,000 pound killing machine. And we, we hear at all the time road rage, people driving someone off the roads, people ramming somebody else and coming back to, we don't ban the car. So let's come back to look at the individual and as a society. And that's one of the responsibilities of religion. It's the job of our churches not to incite people. I, I, I have not found that in the teachings, either in Judaism, Christianity, or in Islam, that our teachers said that you should waste, kill, may mutilate someone because of some injustice. But uh, not to put one in the wind column for the Catholics, but... Uh my understanding is that suicide rates at least are their are lowest among Catholics because they get to go to confession and get stuff off their chest. So maybe what we need is a universal confessional because so many people resort to violence because they feel they have no voice. I think you hit it, Joe. I think I use the word disenfranchised. I think we have a lot of anger in our country is because people feel no one will listen to them and that their opinions aren't being heard, that they're being shut out. And then we call each other names and we further this gap. And then the outcome is violence. 
and the taking up of arms. Well, I'd like to nominate you as the nation's first appointed confessor for all the other denominations. I'm sure the priests will still want to hold on to their jobs, but you can take everybody else, or would you rather just work with Jews for now? No, I will accept everyone, and I would accept the title with honor. Thank you, Joe.